Yeah, good afternoon, welcome wherever you are today. Thank you so much for joining us here at Elim Church in Swanee. We've got our good friend Steve Valoran through lockdown. We've been doing a lot of recording, a lot of teaching coming um, from Steve, and we're so blessed to have him in the house today. And my name is uh, obviously Reverend Ben Cooper. We thank you so much for joining us wherever you are today. And I've been mentioning this uh, the last few times we've been recording this. Thank you to everyone that's downloading these podcasts. Absolutely mind-blowing. We thank you so much for the full downloads and the listening and starting to get some feedback as well. So wherever you are today, may God bless you. And the title of today's podcast is Faith in the Life of a Christian. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Take Um, us away. Let's go straight in. uh, I've got about (coughs) five um, scriptures uh, that need to be read. Um, And it's a discussion primarily uh, on the area uh, of, of... uh, the necessity of faith, really. Um, but there's one thing before we start. Uh, last week, I was talking about how it is that, you know, um, people say, I'm believing God for this and I'm believing God for that. Yeah. Uh, what I was really getting at was the sort of name it and claim it lot. Um, I wasn't saying that, that we don't bring our um, our prayers and our supplications before God, that we don't believe that he's going to answer. I mean, yeah. Hebrews, uh, uh, what is it, Hebrews 11, 6. Um, it talks about uh, uh, you have to believe that God is and a rewarder of those who seek him mm-hmm. um, and it's understanding that God will answer our prayers yeah uh, but it's it's like you were saying before we came in here it's it's not sort of <laughs> I can see a Rolls Royce on my um, <laughs> uh, uh, standing outside my house and I'm believing God for that Rolls Royce or whatever it is it, yeah. you know it, it becomes a nonsense you're so um, right there, Stephen. Not that I got caught up in believing for a Rolls Royce, but I got caught up in that. And do you know what? It was just through revelation from God's word. But as we've said before, God allows us to journey oh, these yeah, routes. Yeah, so. And then suddenly the, the curtain is opened and we see the, yeah. the real truth, don't we? Hang on a minute. How did I get caught in that? Mm. Had, but, but actually it's the path of certain believers, isn't it, to go these different ways, to experience, yes. to see, to then come to a point and go, actually, that is a load of rubbish. This word is actually true, so you can't manipulate that. You can't believe for a material possession, and God's not going to go, there, Ben, well done, thank you very much. Yeah, this idea of, of visualising something yeah. and then bringing it before God, that's, that's Buddhism. And, or, it is, it's, isn't it? It's magic or it's whatever. Magic, it's all, uh, it's all that Christianity, sort of but as you so rightly said, and we know that it's perfectly okay to say, "Lord, I need I need a new job. Can you give me help? Can you yeah, give I'm, me I'm, wisdom?" Yeah, I'm crying out to you, Lord, for a job, and I, and I beseech you and cry to you. In saying that, uh, you have to know. <laughs> I spent 28 years in a job that I hated, and I cried out because God to set me free, <laughs> and He never did. Listen, so listeners, are, <laughs> 28 years. <laughs> so there are times when He yes. says no. No. Now that's an interesting thing, isn't it? How do we cope when God says no? That takes faith, doesn't it? To say, well, you keep going. You just you, endurance, as you we've said. Going. You've got to keep going. Yeah. I mean, you could say at the end of the day that he he he, he did answer my prayer, and as much that when I hit sixty five, it's all right. Now you can retire. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Oh gosh. But uh, anyway, um, we'll start go. off in Romans one. Yeah. And verses 16 to 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. Now, have you got your NIV? Yeah, I can can ping it up. What do we want? Read. If you read that uh, verse sixteen, sorry, verse seventeen in the NIV, right. it's it's it, it brings a different so we're in understanding. No, get, no, Romans one. Let's, and let's let's search it. Romans chapter one, verse seventeen. Verse seventeen. Let's ping it up. Let's get it up. This is raw stuff. So here we go. Um, and we are in the NIV, and the NIV. V reads like this, Romans chapter 1, verse 17. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from the first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Yeah, so 
this idea of from faith to faith has been debated, but in in that one and I and, and several other translations, yeah. it gives this idea that faith is is constant. It's a continuous. It's a continuous thing. It's not yes. a one off. Yeah. So you live by faith in Christ mm. constantly, all the days of your life. Every heartbeat, every second is a continuum of living by faith. Now I've got my head in my hands because I'm thinking, Lord, how often? Do I come out and bounce? Oh, good. This, this is a this is a tough one to speak about because so often I I literally can go. God, I, I just feel empty. I just feel faithless. But that's just part of being a human being. And yeah, but then that's we'll, we'll touch on this later. But that's feelings. Feelings haven't got anything to do with faith. Faith is you believing mm. in God. Feelings is the way you feel. Mm. Okay, so that, that, right. that doesn't that doesn't. But it, it, seriously, it it has no, he couldn't care less. The he's way not you feel in that regard. So, so that's a that's a comfort then to understand that we are in faith, even when we may think that we are not, because we are believing in God. That is the yeah. prime. That is the yeah, focal it, point. As I said before, it's the old paradox. Uh, dear Lord, please help me off. Uh, forgive me. I'm doubting you again. You're going to God and telling Him yeah. you're doubting. But there's the paradox of yeah. faith. Yeah. You know, because um, the word faith straight away to me from the background that I got. Uh, been brought up and come through the Pentecostal movement is that name it and claim it. Jesus is healing you yes, right now. Yeah. So as soon as we talk about that word faith straight away, I'm thinking of prosperity gospel. I'm thinking of the healing and all that. But the real root of this is I believe in God. Yes, That's it, the starting yeah, the point. Faith, this faith starts, um, is, is f- this faith is given to us. Yeah. And through it, we believe in his sacrifice. Yes. Through it, we believe in uh, he uh, has saved us. He has washed us clean in his blood. Through this faith, we believe that God is continuing his work, as it says in Philippians. Mm-hmm. He who has begun a good work and you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. This act, which is basically an act of sanctification. Yeah. It's an outworking of our uh, salvation um, and then we continue in that faith of trusting in him yes. until we fall off the tri- twig and we're glorified because so once we're there we don't need faith anymore that's what it says in Corinthians yes. love, uh, faith, love and hope uh, these th- three abide uh, but the greatest of love uh, of these is love because at one point when we die we don't need faith because yes. we're seeing we don't need hope because we see him and all that remains is love need love so faith and hope is for this this world. Faith and hope is for this world. Excellent. And to make it very clear, faith is given. Yes. It is given yeah. at the point of salvation. Because that's, that's quite... Oh, oh, you always look, you look... Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Because how does this start? Where does this come from, this seed of faith? No one comes to the Son other than the Father, draw him, okay? So. And that seeking that many have yeah, yeah. seeking the Lord, mm. that's God drawing them on. Yeah. And he has already begun a work of laying down faith ah, in that person. Yes. So this is... As I say, Spurgeon, one, yeah, Spurgeon was famous for saying that, you know, we don't know at which point our new birth begins. We only understand it when we come to a realisation of salvation. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about and we're thinking about a lot and I'm I'm getting very clearly in the pulpit. It's it, it's that altar call moment. It's not actually that altar call moment. It, that is the realization that the holy God exists mm. to the human body. Mm. But where did this actually start? Only God knows. <coughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll touch on it. Um we <coughs> excuse me. If we pick it up in Romans 10 now. Yeah. Um and, and for those that really want to study this area of faith, Romans, Galatians, Ephesians really are, uh, and uh, Hebrews, of course, as well. Um, right. For whoever will call on the name of the Lord, this is verse 13, whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? Mm. How will they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. However, they did not all heed the good news for Isaiah, because he's looking back at... Yeah. For Isaiah 
says, Lord, who has, re, uh, who has believed our report? So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah. Okay. So we have to begin with a, a thing that not a lot of people are keen on. Right? Come on. Most, most Christians don't like this idea of, you know, they think that they've got some sort of inherent faith. Yeah. Well, you haven't. No. If you're, if, you're, if you're dead in your sins, you're dead. You're dead. You know, if, if, if you want to know what being dead is, like we'll go down to the local graveyard and have a look, that's what dead is. And the equivalent of that is being dead mm. in your sins. So how do we obtain faith when we're dead? Goodness. Okay. Yeah. So here it <coughs> says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm. Now, this word of God is either when you may preach it and expound on yeah. a particular scripture. It may be when people are reading yes. the Bible. But the point is that God has to give you the ability to hear in the first place. Agreed. Yes. All right. And once he's given you the ability to hear, yeah. through that hearing, he gives you the faith. So faith comes yeah. by hearing yeah. and hearing by the word of God. So everything is given yes. first. There's a God gives this. God yes. has to be the first one to to, to move in a, in a human's life. Yes. As we know in the scripture says, we have never gone to God and said, excuse me, Jesus, I've decided to follow you. Okay, son, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, we'll do that. I'm glad I'll dust this suit off with you. So it's, so this is very encouraging, though, isn't it? This is very clear teaching, so, yes. and I find this this gives me a happy feeling to my heart to know that he found me, he gave me salvation, he's given me faith. But then we come into the area of seeking, because when it says, seek ye first the kingdom, mm -hmm. we can't do that either until everything has been given. Uh, when Jesus was, when he was walking on the earth... He was as challenging then as he is now. Yeah. Right? And he would say things, uh, for instance, uh, when he confronts a group of people um, in John 10, and I think it's verse 26, and they're complaining about him and this, that, and yeah. the other. And prior to that, he was, he was talking about, you don't, you don't believe me because of the signs. And then he says, he says, this is very challenging, and he says to them, you don't believe... Because you're not part of my flock. Wow. All right. Yeah. He doesn't say, if you believed, you could be part of my flock. You don't believe because you are not part, not part of my flock. You're not part of my flock. Wow. And so, in, in actual fact, let me just let me call it out because it's um, the whole context of it. I, I've read some very strange uh, teachings on this, but Jesus asked them and said, I told you that you do not believe. Mm. Uh, sorry, I, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify of me. But you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, wow. and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. There's a lot packed in that. There's a lot. Twice. As I say, I, I, I've, I've read some very strange teachings on that. I, mean, I was reading one the other day, and this chap came, uh, came he, he said, uh, of course, it, 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 this doesn't mean what so many people think it means. What Jesus is doing here, he's challenging these people so that, that they will believe. Well, when you read that, he doesn't say that this. He makes a clear <laughs> statement twice. Does, yeah, yeah. I picked it up twice. Yeah. You do not believe. You do not believe. You are not part of. Yeah. And if Christ is telling you you're not part of, you you're ain't not getting part in. Of. You're not getting in. <laughs> you're not getting in. You're not in. No. You're not in. And so we come back to this business of faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And thus the word of God is preached mm. and the Holy Spirit in some miraculous, mysterious way yeah. gives ears. Uh, the number of times when Jesus was, was uh, preaching and he would say, he who has ears to hear, let, let him. him hear. Now that's a very strange it thing. Is. You, you, he might have 500 people there. I bet you they all had two ear holes. <laughs> bet they did. Right? 
And there must have been people standing there. What's he talking about? I've got ears, I can hear. What's, what, what's he talking so about? So there's a difference then, isn't there, between hearing and hearing yeah, God. Yeah. But you can only hear God when he calls. When he gives you the proper ears to listen with. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, in uh, Galatians. Um, so there we have again. Faith comes by hearing. So when we look at the word hearing, there is a an earthly, natural hearing, and then there is a, a hearing that is higher, where God is calling you. It's interesting, that crowd. How many times did Jesus preach to a crowd and say that? We can hear you. Yes. But we're not really, you're not, we're not really, We can hear you, but we're not listening. We're not listening. <laughs> That's a really interesting text, actually. I'll have to dig about around that. Because this is the thing that when, you know, people take the gloss up. Most people will take that text and they say, uh, faith comes by hearing the word of God. Yeah. But they miss out the point about faith comes by hearing and hearing, hearing. by the word of God. Yeah. You have to be given the ability. To hear. To hear. So, again, clarifying everything, that God gives salvation, God gives faith, he, he gives this. He is the first one that makes this happen, work, whatever way we call that. That's why at the end of the day, yeah. when we look at the whole area of salvation, yeah. it's holy of God. It's none of me. Mm. If I have faith, it's been given to me. So what am I, gonna, what am I boasting about? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right? So it's not by works. It's not by financial. It's not by academics. It, it, it's just pure... God gives. Yes. He gives and he gives. Yes. And again, there's a lot of people that they'll say, well, I don't like that. I, I should be able to choose God. Okay, if you've got, if God has given you the faith, then go ahead. Yeah. But at the end of the day, sit down and consider where your faith come from, comes <laughs> from. And if you think that you have stirred yeah. it up, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got a problem. There's a problem. God has given you that faith and you've got nothing to boast in. You can't say, oh, look, look, it was part of my faith joined up with Jesus on oh, the cross. God. That's how I got saved. You sound like a bit of a, uh, a televangelist with a tripe they come out oh, yeah. with. I mean, well, that's basically that's, yeah. that, I, know, that's, I know that's what you're, you're, you're pushing towards there. But I love, I absolutely, this makes my heart smile. I feel so at rest to know that salvation isn't and cannot be about me working my way through or my skills or my ability yeah. listeners it has been given it has been given yeah i mean the, the, the tr when james talks about his faith and he basically what james says is that uh, you you tell me you've got faith and i'll tell you i'll show you my faith by by my works what he's saying is the proof of the fact that faith is at work in my life yeah is proven by the life that i live that's all. Yeah. That, that's all. That's, that's all that means, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's saying, you know, the proof of the pudding in the eating. In other words, <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm living for Christ. I'm living, and the yeah. way I'm living for Him, because let's face it, James. James didn't think much of his brother. True. You know. Yeah. You know, if you're so special, then why don't you get up to Jerusalem? That's where you were supposed to be. He, <laughs> didn't, think of, he didn't think much of his brother. So there was a change in James. Yeah, it's great the way God. Holy Spirit, Christ uses these characters. When you really look at the characters, oh, yeah. and you look at at their character, you'd think, "Oh my goodness!" And God's using them, yeah. and that gives us comfort yeah. that God uses the characters, the unusual ones. This is one of my favourite um, verses in Scripture. This is from Galatians two twenty. I have been crucified with Christ, oh, dear. and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. And so this faith is in the Son of God. This is what I said earlier, that you have this faith in him for your initial understanding of mm. salvation. Yeah. <clears throat> you have this faith in him constantly for your walk in this life, as Paul Amen. said. Yeah. You know, it is not I who live, but Christ lives in me. So there's... This is why he said, I, I've nothing to boast about. Christ lives in me. I, I've got nothing to look at myself and say, look how clever I am. Look how good I am. Yeah, yeah. If I'm, if I'm living a righteous life, mm. 
That's because Christ lives in me. I'm very interested. I picked that up right. He says, I, I still live in the flesh, but it's Christ living in me. So there's no supernatural happening to the body like uh, a lot of these preachers. Are certain, yeah. you, we are still in our skin. We are still the flesh and blood. But above all that, now we have the power of God to overcome the temptations. So we yeah. don't become... It's very difficult how to word this. How would you word this? Superhuman. Well, no, basically what it is, how do we do you that? get a new nature, don't you? Okay. Oh, okay. Every, behold, all things are new. Yes. All right? So uh, some people say that, you know, there, there are two natures yeah. and they're yeah. vying for one yeah. another. But we have one nature now. It's a new nature and we live yeah. out that new nature. Yeah. What, unfortunately, we have is the remembrance of the old. Got and it. it keeps yeah. impinging upon it us. It keeps And pushing. we have to... <clears throat> seek to die to it on a daily die basis. Die to self. Sorry? Die to self. Die, die to self on a daily basis, yes. Because that self, that old mm. man, mm. whilst he's dead, has the habit of getting up out of the grave. But I am in it, I live in a new nature. Amen. This old man has got nothing yep. to do with yep. me anymore. And I fight and I struggle in prayer Praise and God. seeking God yes. so that this old man has mm. no dominion over me anymore. Amen. Because I am a new creation. I don't have two natures. I just have this one that keeps coming back to remind me of who I was and aggravating my flesh. It's reminding, it's aggravating. There is not two natures. I am a creation. child of the living old God. Yes. Yeah. That's important to understand. It's very it? important to For understand. everybody out there, and when we say a believer in God, we know exactly what we're referring to, the God of Israel. And so we have been chosen. We have been given salvation. We have been given faith. So we are completely safe. And as we said before about can't lose your salvation. No, I mean, what's the point in God what's giving you faith to believe in the son that has died for you and taken your sins? Yeah. Only then to pull the rug from under your feet and, and say, say, sorry, sorry, pal, you got it wrong. You didn't get it. I mean, basically, that's <coughs> that's what you've got. I mean, yeah, the Roman Catholic what you Church got. will say, yes, you don't know that you're saved. You can't know that you're saved. No. Um, the uh, the. Uh, the Armenians also believe that you don't know that you're saved until, until you're dead. It's not fair to say all Armenians think that because some of them do believe in assurance. Yes. But in a classical situation, they don't believe it because they believe you can lose your salvation. So if you can lose your salvation, you've got no sense of assurance. So you're always striving. You're not resting in you're, Christ. So, you're not living in Christ. You're, you're forever striving. You're almost petrified. Of course. Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Oh, I've said something. I ain't going to make it. I've lost it. I've. Yeah. I mean, this is the problem. that I, I often ask people, okay, you say that I can lose my salvation. You know, I've been, I mean, until you're too proud, you, are, you think you can't lose your salvation. That's <laughs> <laughs> down to me. This is down to the Lord. It's what he does. It's what That's he does. Work, not mine. Yeah. You know, I live... Why? Well, because Christ lives in me. If Christ lives in me, then he's going to sort it all out. Yeah, okay, I've, I've got to work out my salvation yeah. with fear and trembling. I've got to work it out while he's working it in. I understand mm. that. This isn't, this isn't a passive uh, relationship. No, it isn't. So if, if that was true and they believed that, that I could lose it, as soon as I got it, I would have lost it. Yeah, they, because so often they'll say, oh, yeah, well, you can forswear Christ. Uh, you can, if if you look in the area of uh, Hebrews six, where the uh, where the author is talking to the Hebrews about, mm. look, now you've started going with Christ, yeah, yeah. you cannot go back no. to the old sacrifices. Mm-hmm. If you go back to the old sacrifices, you can't come back to Him. Gosh, you know, you, because it's where you look for your salvation. Yeah, um, and it. it the warnings that are there in Hebrews are there for a purpose. God God warns us, and if we pay attention to the warnings, it proves the Spirit of God in us. You know, people, you go out into the world and, and, yeah. and you warn them that God is going to kill them. They could not really give a tuppy toss. They laugh. All right? They don't care. Not worried. All right? Not bothered. But if you read something in the Word and it makes you tremble, yes. which it does. It does. It it draws you to the Lord. It doesn't drive you away. It draws you to him. Yes, it has that drawing in. Yeah. And and you and you do cry out, Lord, preserve me, keep me. Yeah. I can't keep myself. No. 
No matter what I do, you know, if, if if I go to all the prayer meetings and read all the Bibles and I have all understanding, it doesn't make any difference other than you preserve me. Amen. So it's all about him. Yeah. And as I say, the number of times I've spoken to people, I say, well, okay, you believe, you, you know, they say, once saved, always saved, that, that, uh, what is it? that's the doctrine of demons. Uh, <laughs> really? Doctrine okay, of demons. Really? It basically is because... People like Luther and Calvin yeah, said sure. it and they don't like it. Um, no, it's a doctrine, doctrine of demons. And then I ask them, well, how can I lose my salvation? Then normally it's, oh, you just want to live a red line Christianity, don't you? You want to see how, how close you can get to the line before. Wow. And So there's no, no there's no real biblical... No, no, I, I, I then say, well, look, no, in actual fact, I want to know where that red line is. So stay away from it. Keep away from it, yeah. Right? Keep away so from it, not go how, up to it. How can I lose this? Yeah. Right. So what about when it <coughs> says, he who began a good work, a good work in you, well, he will perform it, perform it, it to yeah. the day of completion. Yeah, but again, you come down to the, the quote that I uh, quoted earlier from John 10. No one can snatch you out of my hand. No. And no one can snatch you out of the Father's hand. So but then twice. they turn around and say, ah, yeah, but you can snatch yourself. <laughs> no, no so way. Hang on a minute. That's not even in the text. So okay. where do you get that from? You've just added something to the word of God. Exactly. Don't add and don't take away. Yeah. God made you're Christ. Trying, you're yeah. trying to prove what you believe by adding something to exactly. the word of God. Yeah. You know. Very and, clear. Very clear text, Steve has, has mentioned. You know, no one, nothing can snatch us out of the hand of Christ or out of the hand of the Father. Oh, again, in Romans 8, neither height nor depth nor nothing. angels nor demons can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. This is glorious, this discussion, yeah. because it just, it cements everything and it just strengthens everything to know that, thank God it's not well, sitting you, on me. The other, the other thing is that in, in some areas of Armenianism, they believe that you can lose your salvation, yeah. but you can regain it. So you can be born again, again. Again, 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 again. again. <clears throat> but they've got a problem because the Hebrew 6, which they yes. say to me, see, that proves you can lose your salvation, says to them, well, you can't get it back. You can't get it back. Because you're trampling the Son of God yeah. under feet. So when it's, it's gone, it's, it's gone. gone. So, you you know, if that's what you believe, you ain't going to never come back. Isn't it interesting how you can how you can get in a mindset? Because it is a mindset, isn't oh, it? Yeah. How they can so many people can believe that you can lose your salvation, and you can oh oh my goodness you know this this I I, I can't I'm a bit lost for words to to when I'm thinking about. Well, I was this. listening to a, a, an Armenian professor uh, as a scholastic professor yeah uh, the other day, and he said you know it's not easy to lose your salvation, but he never told you how you would lose it. It's they, not easy. There's to never it. any explanation of how you can lose it you know they say you can forswear christ and you can you can you can curse him and all the rest of it well okay but uh, peter cursed jesus but he was still saved yes Ju- judas cursed jesus and he wasn't so you've got so, a problem there yeah but the other thing is also that if the spirit of god is in me mm-hmm. he's not going to let me blaspheme the holy spirit no and he's not going to make it's not going to let me forswear. It, it, it's only, but also in times of, of of prayer when we're in the number of times, I, I, Lord, I'm, you know, you get angry with God at yeah, times. Yes, yes, and, and and you can actually hate what He's doing in your life. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. You can you, you can get there. Now, does that mean in that emotion that you I'm, suddenly lost your I've lost salvation? It. No, this makes no sense mm. at all. And so it's you are either saved. Or you're not. not. And salvation, as we've said before, sanctification is ongoing. And we learn to grow and we see things change within us. Yeah. So with the teachings with Christ speaking to Nicodemus, you must be born again. Yes. It's clearly about once, isn't it? Yes, if yes. it was if it was more than once, Christ would have made that very clear. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, you, you, you you must be born again. 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 And again. And again. (laughs) (laughs) So it's amazing, isn't it, how people can get entrenched and indoctrinated and this way that they they believe. If if I had that, I won't even use the word faith, if I had that that understanding like like certain Armenians, I would be fearful to even open my eyes in the morning. I mean, when I've spoken to to some and I've, I've spoken about assurance, 
normally, well, I hope this will happen. I hope this will happen. And you think, so you're living your life in very in a very uncertain faith, or no faith at all. Yeah, and, and strangely enough, I've found in, in truth that with the majority um, of people that hold to that Armenian view, they say, uh, they, they make a great deal about their faith. It's their faith that it's saves their faith them. faith that saves them. But faith doesn't save you. Faith doesn't save you. By grace you have been saved through faith. Faith, faith is merely the conduit yeah. or the way of believing what God, God has done in Christ. Yes. Faith is going to pass away. And apart from the fact it's not yours in the first place, it was a gift given to you. Yeah. So if you're going to make much of your faith, then you better make much of the one who gave it who to you. Who gave it to you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with regards to salvation, you'll find uh, with the Armenian, they'll, they'll talk. This We've spoken about this before, about the synergistic yeah. aspect. It's, it's a bit of me and a lot of him. A bit of me. Well, yeah, that's how it's, they say, they'll, they'll they'll say it's like 99.9% of Jesus and, and 0.1% of me. And but the truth of the matter is that, the, I'll be honest with you, if anything... Yes. If, if my salvation and my sanctification is based upon anything of me, it's, it's gone. over. It's over. Because suddenly, I, instead of being a work of perfection through, through the blood yeah. of Christ, yeah. it becomes a tainted work mm-hmm. because I've got my big fat foot in it. Exactly. Yeah, I've got my thought in it. I've got my temptations <clears> in it. I've got the flesh in it. I've got everything in yeah. it. I would, if that was the case, I wouldn't even get to the point of even being saved for an, a minute no. or an hour. No. Because I cannot see how a human being can stay in that posture for more than an hour, hour and a half, two hours. And suddenly something will happen, some fault, some word, something, anger, pride, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Before you know it, you're kicked out. Well, that's it. You'll be uh, bouncing and backwards and forwards. When it comes down to, uh, uh, I've asked countless people. Because the vast majority of people believe that way anyway. They're very, we yeah. are a minority within a yeah. Yeah. Um The vast majority of people believe that. And I've asked them over and over and over, purely because I'm interested, I want to know. Where's the biblical? Where, will, how do yeah. I lose my salvation? How? Yeah. Tell me. I want to know. I'm interested. I read the Bible. I study the Bible. Yeah. I've not found it. Can you tell me? In all these years... With Steve and with me, I can't even think of one area that could even bring a light to, couldn't even spark anything. There's nowhere, is there? What? Well, no, again, we come back, the, the, the classic one is, is the Romans 6, uh, sorry, the Hebrews 6. But as I say, the Hebrews 6 is used in, in, a, in a way, it, it was spoken to the Hebrews, and we, we spoke about mm. this the other week, that, that there's going to come a time with the rebuilding of the temple that Christians have to be careful because if they start. Uh, helping to rebuild the temple, and they get enamoured of the uh, the sacrifices that will yeah. carry on, they could end up being drawn away. Drawn away. Because there are a lot of people yeah. that are uh, enamoured of the Jews. There's this, this romance. Yeah. I mean, there's a, 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 a Jewish Christian um, from New York, and his name, if I I hope I pronounce his name properly, Mottle Battleston. Or oh, it's okay. either Mottle Battleston or Mottle Ballaston, one of them. Yeah. And... He said, he, he, he takes great umbrage at these uh, Gentiles <laughs> wanting to be Jews. He said, you can't be a Jew, you have to be born a Jew. You have to be born a Jew. And being a Jew hasn't necessarily got any more advantage No, because I because have to be saved the way you're saved. So, yeah, salvation is the same from whatever culture, yeah. whatever upbringing. For the Jew first and for the Greek. And for the Greek. Christ makes that very clear. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There is a certain romance, isn't there, around Israel, oh, about yeah. Jewish yeah. traditions. It, it, it's that swinging of the pendulum. It's yeah. years ago when we had replacement theology, or we ate the Jews, oh, we terrible, and all the rest of it. Then it swings back. all the other way. Oh, you know, we're in love with them, and we, we you know, we got a, we're a Yamalka and all this that and the other, and we won't have a cross up, but we'll have you know a candlestick up and all this that and the other. And it, it's yeah, I'll yeah. do me a favour. It is. It's, it's the same thing, is it? In a lot of the church, it's a romance of this. It's a yeah, it's a uh, it, it, and that I mean, to be honest with you, I love listening to Jewish I love it because they bring in an awful lot that I don't understand. Exactly. Because they bring in, yeah. um, there's a lot within the Word of God, yeah. which is, uh, for instance, when Jesus says a bit about your eye, the eye. you know, um, it, 
if, if the eye is dark, then the whole, whole of the, the body is dark. Well, that, that's about being, um, from my understanding of when I've read it, it's about being, uh, giving you, you know, you, 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 what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, you're not mean. You're not okay. Yeah, I've got you. Mean. You're not mean. Yeah. Right. So you are. You are right, and we know. We know that. That listen to uh, someone that comes from a Jewish background. That they they have a lovely way oh, yeah. of expressing, and that that draws you in alone. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy I watch on YouTube. His name's Baruch. Korn, Baruch. Yeah. And uh, he started out as. Um, a rabbi, mm-hmm. and was saved. Yeah, uh, and now he is a messianic Christian or Jewish Brilliant. Christian, yeah. however you want to put it. And he brings out. And I love listening to him because uh, it's he, got some depth, hasn't it? Oh yes, clean, yeah. clear depth. Yeah, and I love listening to him. It's great, and uh, I, I I glean a lot from him. Yeah, you know? definitely. And yeah. uh, so you know, I'm 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 not. No, we're not. The, Jewish people, the elbow. I'm just saying, you know, you, you you're a Gentile. You can't become a Jew. No, no, that's <laughs> so right. Stop trying. <laughs> stop trying. Um, the other thing I would like to bring out is Ephesians two, eight to ten, which is the classic one. For grace you have been saved through faith, <clears throat> and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. <clears throat> now that <clears throat> verse 8 there, uh, for by, by grace you have been saved yes. through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Now, there are several theologians that say <clears throat> what this means is that um, your faith is given as a gift. Right. But then several other theologians will say, no, no, when you look at the Greek uh, text and I'm not a, a Greek scholar by any minute what it's saying is that that the way it really should be read <clears throat> is like this for by grace you have been saved and that not of yourself because it's looking back at the salvation yeah. it is a gift of God through faith right all right <clears throat> and I look through I don't know a dozen translations and the one that I thought would if it's going to say it's it's it, the way these other theologians would say it, it's going to be in, in in a literal translation. But the literal translation says this. This. It says this. It says this. Yeah. <clears throat> For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is a gift of God. And basically it comes back and, and uh, re-emphasises this area that faith is given. To me, that is, that is a clear text. <clears throat> oh, yes. That is very clear. <clears throat> but like we've said before... Certain theologians go down rabbit holes that yeah, you you have to but, stop but, at. But yeah, well, yes and no. You you have to go down with them to understand what they're talking about and try and mm. grasp it. Do um, you find that some though go down there and you think actually you're quite learned, but I you're you're going too far. You're trying to pull something out that's actually not oh, yes. sitting there. <coughs> yeah. And that's mm. another area, isn't it? We've got to be very careful that you. Well, that's why you know that business about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> no one can snatch you out of my hand. Yes, they add things in to they, make it, you know, it, to, to to dance to their tune. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's nothing in the text that nothing. warrants it. Yeah, it, so the, it finishes it. It says it. It's yeah, done. That's it. It's done and dusted. So it's explaining. And, and, and the other thing about it is that no one can snatch you out of my hand. Well, I'm one, and if I'm one, he said, "You one can't snatch you one out of my hand." Done. All right. It's yeah. a done deal. Because I'm one. Yeah. Like that, that's an inclusive... Inclusive. That's an inclusive statement. Very clear scripture. Very clear. We are saved. And then Steve has brought this one beautiful to the table, Ephesians chapter 2. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. <clears throat> no. Praise God. And then it is the gift of God. Yes. That's a statement that finishes yeah. that off. It's because the other gift. point, <clears throat> the other reason why from uh, this whole area of faith here is because he then goes on to talk about works. Yeah. Okay. These works have been prepared beforehand. So <clears throat> if, like some people say, it's my faith which saves me, faith has become a work. Yes. Yeah. Faith has become a work. 
Okay, so if faith has become a work, it's already been prepared beforehand by God. So yeah. I've still got nothing to boast I've about. I've still got nothing to boast about. So it comes Because it states yeah. it right there. Not by works, but... Here we go. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. So if my faith mm-hmm. is a, a work... Yeah, because that's what if if faith if my faith say it saves me, yeah. and it's not Christ. If my faith saves me, that's a work. Okay, so let's say it is a work. Well, God has already prepared that work for me. I'm walking in it, so I've still got nothing to boast about. <laughs> this just comes around to the same yeah. place, doesn't it? Yes, you can elongate. You can go all the way around, but you still can't get away from the fact that. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. So, but they add Mm. and they take away and they manipulate and they stretch and they divide. Yes. Why? What, what, what is, what is this? Why, why can't we just, I'm not saying, why can't it just go, I'm saved. God, God, pride. You've said it. Pride. And how powerful is that spoken about in the word of God? Uh, uh, George Whitfield said we're all born uh, Armenians uh, we only become Calvinists by the grace of God and I've, I've said this before I'm not a Calvinist but I am a monogist uh, and I I, I, I probably um, uh, am more in line with a lot of the Puritan work uh, and the Puritan statements for instance uh, let me uh, if you look at classic uh, reformed theology um, it is uh, it is anti-Semitic because yeah. in many of it, it's replacement, replacing. replacement theology, and I don't believe in that. No, I don't believe in that at all. But I believe in the single act of salvation by God alone, without my help. Mm. Now that was preached by Luther. That was preached by Calvin. Many people say, oh, "Well, I can't take that because of." Uh, to the kind of lifestyle that Luther Luther led, or the kind of lifestyle that Calvin led, um, or they disagree with the way he, he outworked it. But the, the later Puritans came along and said, well, no, Calvin's got that wrong. The Jews, there's still, God hasn't finished with the Jews yet. Uh, Spurgeon said that when I asked, when he was asked about the Jews, and you, you're going back 1860, 1870, there or thereabouts. So it's like, you know, 70 years before yeah. uh, the Jews went back, and there was absolutely no chance, and you know, couldn't see that there was any chance of <laughs> going back into the land. And he said, if God says they're going to go back into the land, they're going to go back into the land. If God and says, he says they're going to go back into the land, yeah, you know, they're going to go back. They're going to go back in the land. You know, he, he believed that that uh, he, God had not finished with the Jewish people. And he hadn't. And he hadn't, no. And so, you know, whilst you can look at certain uh, recoveries of truth that came out of uh, the Reformation, you don't have to sign up to the whole thing. You use your brain. Yeah. You know, you look at the scriptures, but you don't kick it out because I don't like him. I mean, seriously, we were talking about uh, the just shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. Well, if you really, really don't like the way Luther was and you're going to dismiss everything he says then you better dismiss that because god gave that to him in a position of recovery that was recovered to the church yes that was wasn't it all right that was recovered to the church yeah oh oh no i can't chuck that out because by grace i've been saved through faith yeah it's faith it's faith just you live by faith not by works and so yeah so you keep you, and so the people become inconsistent there are things in calvin's life i was I'm not enamoured of. I'm not. There are things he knocks his life. I'm not enamoured of. Um, I, I was. I was. I don't like the way Calvin developed his, his political understanding. He said, uh, "What was it? He said, if God is sovereign, man is free.'" And then he he went on to develop um, what is essentially, strangely enough, the way the American uh, Constitution and all that, because it, it it was those people that came from here that went out to yeah. America that founded. Uh, it, the way they lived out in America, and it and it, it, it grew out of the that. founding fathers. Yeah, it, yeah, well, not the founding fathers before before that, that. It, the Pilgrims. Okay. And they went out there, and and they looked at the way things should be. They read the word, and and they came up with this idea um, that you know man is free, and therefore under God he should be able to govern himself. 
Um, but it all goes pear-shaped. It all goes pear yeah. It's all gone wrong. Yeah, goes even, even when he said it, it's gone wrong. And so, as I say, there are certain things... It's, you know, initially, it's a very attractive thing. And if, in a perfect world, it would work. But there are things, as I say, within the, re- the reformed position I, I don't agree with. No. But if you're going to take the whole of the ref- ref- reformation and chuck it out the window because you don't like the people God used to recover truth, you've got problems. Serious, serious problems. You've got problems. Yeah. And if you don't like the fact of God's sovereignty, mm-hmm. but you have got to bring your will into it, and you've got to follow up. Uh, it, it, oh, this it, is really complicated. It gets really, you can get weighed down. You can oh, get yes. distressed about it. Yeah. Am I going to lose it? Have I got it? I might not, I don't know till I die. All this stuff that's out there when Jesus just says, just believe. Yes. You can't get no more. It's, it's one of the reasons why there's a lot of people uh, doubt their salvation. Yeah. Uh, because they, they're they not They've got no solid ground. This, the ground they stand on is forever shifting. It's forever moving. I don't know if I'm saved. I will only be saved when I get to the end of my road. What, what, are they, what a life to walk your life in. I mean, I, I even David Paulson preached that one time. He, he preached it out of, uh, he was using the text out of um, Pilgrim's Progress. At the end, a Christian is supposed to cross the, I can't remember, it's years and years ago, cross the river. Um, and he, according to Paulson, it was, you know, he, if he hadn't made it, he wouldn't have been saved. I can't remember now. But uh, I, I thought, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't take this. It's a nonsense. Yeah. I'm either living in my salvation, which Christ has given me now, or I'm living in a fool's paradise, and I'm only going to get it when I get to the other side. So uh, that's what the Muslims believe. That's what the Roman Catholics yeah. believe. I'm sorry, this is a nonsense. It makes no sense to me. You were bought with a price. You were bought with a price, yeah. yeah. So many, I, so yeah, much you, text. That, okay. I love that. You're bought with a price. That means he owns me. I'm a slave to righteousness. I'm a slave to righteousness. Wow. Wow. But as I say, there's an awful lot of people <clears throat> that don't like this idea yeah. of uh, God. assurance, full salvation, what saved or was saved, however you want to put it. They don't like the sovereignty of God. You talk to a lot of Christians and you say, do you believe in the sovereignty of God? Say, yes. And then you start asking them certain questions and they'll say, well, actually, no, I don't. I don't. And some people go, what do you mean by sovereignty? Yeah. And you can tell that, can't you, straight away. But for me, these discussions, and especially because they're rooted in the word, is I have a clear assurance that my name is stamped in the Lamb's Book of Life. Yes. The power then then it brings into discussion. What about repentance? Well, repentance is we spoke about this the other week. Repentance is ongoing and has to be, and it is uh, <clears throat> as I said to you the other week. The positive aspect of repentance is you're constantly turned towards God. Amen. Yeah. You know the, the other thing is I know I know the corruption of my flesh. Amen. I know how much I stink in the yes. knowledge of God yeah. outside of Christ. Yeah. So I don't live this careless life, oh, I can do what I like. I've got Someone accused policy. my wife once, oh, you just, you, you, that you, it means that you can go and sin and do as you please and, uh, uh, and you'll still be safe. No, no, don't, don't like that. no <laughs> you either hate what you do. If you yeah. don't hate what you do, you ain't saved. No. Oh, dear me. Lord. Yeah. And so this, this idea <clears throat> of, um, Again, you know, I it, it's a little bit like <laughs> it's a little bit like the brothers and the prodigal son. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, the elder son, I've done this and I've done that and I've done this and I've done that. And, and he's, he's and he comes back and you bless him and all this that and the other. Yeah. And the father <clears throat> says, "Son, but you had everything anyway. It was you, all yours. It was always yours. Why were you striving?" <laughs> And so this idea, you know, that, well, you can go away and do as you please, can't you? That's what you, because that's what you really want to do, don't you? You want to go down a pub and you want to get, no, actually, I've done all that. I I've lived done all that. that. I've I don't that. want that, thank you very much. I've died to that. I know the emptiness of that. I don't yeah. want to go back to it. I know the emptiness of sin. I don't want to go back to it. Does it mean I don't sin? Well, no, because there are times when I get angry. I've got a wrong thought. I say a wrong thing. So, so, so this is easy to understand that salvation is given faith is given repentance is ongoing yes. <clears throat> our walk is ongoing we can't lose our salvation no. but we are growing moment by moment in him because he who began a good work in you 
will finish this work. I will say this. You can lose your salvation if you think you're the one that's got to maintain it. You're done. Yeah. All right? <clears throat> we have a command to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah. Whilst God works in us to will and to work yeah. to his good pleasure. Yeah. So we come together in agreement on Praise that. Praise God. We right? come together in agreement. I come to him and say, Father, yeah. what I see within me, I yeah. hate. Yeah. Okay? I need you to deal with that because I can't. Yeah. Amen. All right? And it's not necessarily, <clears throat> as I say, an act, an, a, a sin action. It's an understanding of a sin condition. Yeah. That sin condition from the old man, which keeps coming back, which I don't want and I want to die to. Yeah. So whilst I am this new creation, I am being bothered by my flesh, mm-hmm. by my flesh life, and I want to die to it. The only one that can cause me to die to it is Christ. I cannot do that. Praise God. All I can do is cry out, please do in me what is needed to be done, because I can't do it. Beautifully put. You know what? The time has escaped us 50-odd minutes gathering around the mics, you know, and uh, as we always say, if you've um, got any questions, you can catch us here. You can catch Steve here. And uh, we thank you so much. So there we go, brothers and sisters. Steve, we thank you so much for um, that in-depth study, that that just snippet, a snippet. Remember, these are just snapshots. Yeah, yeah, you must study it yourself and come to your own conclusions. Good uh, advice. You know, it, you must, you must. Don't live off of uh, what other people say. You don't agree with me, disagree with me on scripture, not on you don't like, you don't feel right. Perfect, that's right. It's not feelings, it's not opinion, it's biblical fact. Yes. That's what it comes to. We thank you so much. We're here, we're off, we're making our way out, so we will catch you again next week. Thank you so much for all the downloads. God bless, we'll see you soon.